Orla Clare podcast with your host, you guessed it, it's me, Orla Clare. God, I get so out of the rhythm of doing these podcasts, so when I come back, I'm a bit like, weird. But we are back with another episode, and today we're going to be talking about dream jobs. And does a dream job exist? But before we get into it, before we start the podcast, I'm just going to catch you up on what's been happening. Nothing exciting, don't worry, but literally... It must be a few weeks ago now, I think just after I published the most recent podcast, I talked about all my travels for the year, where I've been so far, and my upcoming trip was to go to Amsterdam. So I was in Amsterdam a few weeks ago, I was there for four days, I was seeing Mr. Harry Styles in concert in Amsterdam, and it was mega, it was amazing. That man is a showman, he always has been, always will be, but yeah he's a front man he is so so good this is my second time seeing him like solo so i went to his first arena tour in london back when i was an intern so i think it was like 2017 i want to say 2018 in the o2 and like that was just insane that was such a good concert so to go from that to now selling out stadiums across the world so many nights in a row is insane I obviously come from a One Direction background. I was a super fan from the X Factor days. Like I have grown up with that boy band and those people from I was like 12, 13. So it has been like 10 years now, which is insane. And I'm still paying money to go see them in concert. But you know, it's what we do. And I just had the best, best time. It was weird for me though, I will say, because a lot of the people there were very, very young. And I went to the bar to get like an alcoholic beverage. There was nobody in the queue. It was straight walk up grab your drink, go to your seat, like the bar was empty, even down in the floor seats, like the standing area, the bar, no one at it, and I'm like, usually when I go to a concert, you wait a long time for a drink, like it is, it was, in, it was weird, really, really weird, but I was sat next to this Dutch girl, she must have been around like 10, 11, and she was fully kitted out, like the cowboy hat, she had the feather boa around her neck, she had like a light up stick. She had Harry Styles, her wallpaper on her phone. Like she was so excited. And I was like, girl, you're so young. Like you would not have been alive when What Makes Me Beautiful came out. But like, this is just insane the way his audience demographic has just, so many young people have come on board and I love it. Like it reminded me so much of whenever I was younger and went to Westlife concerts every single year for my whole childhood. Like that sounded a bit aggressive, but my mother, and all of her sisters and my cousins, we all went every single Westlife concert, every single year for about 10 years in a row. And there are photos of me with the cowboy hat, with the whistle, with the light up stick, with the foam finger, like everything from the merch stand, I had it. And it just reminded me of that. Like I know that was like my first introduction to music concerts. I've been to like countless music concerts ever since. Like they're my, the love of my life. I love, 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 love live music. So to see like a little girl having her little band moment and like someone that she really looks up to and loves music wise. It was just really, really cute. And the mom tried to speak to me in Dutch. Don't know whether I looked like I was Dutch, but I was like, I don't speak Dutch, sorry. And then it was really, really nice. It was a lot of Dutch people around. They were so polite. And it was Harry Styles like third night in a row in the stadium, like playing the stadium, which is insane, like in Amsterdam. And it was just so good. It was so, so good. So to see people going to the London shows in Wembley a few weeks later, it was so nice. And I'm just very, very happy that I got to go to the tour. And then I spent four days in Amsterdam and it was probably one of our most relaxing trips that we've had in quite a long time. 
me and my boyfriend have been to Amsterdam before, but like separately. So I've been before with university in my final year and I think he had been on like a stag do or something before. But I remember when I went to Amsterdam, like that was a highlight. Like, I mean, I just wanted to move to Amsterdam. I fell in love with the city, but then I kind of thought like, I haven't really been traveling that much. Like maybe it was just my first experience in Amsterdam and I just, you know, oh, it's a different place. Like I kind of got rose colored glasses and just fell in love with what I saw, but it is one of the best cities. It is one of my favorite cities. Like I love it so, so much. It's just so relaxed and so laid back. Everyone's just so nice and people just sit along the canals, having food, having coffee. Everyone cycles everywhere or they're on their little boats going around the canals. It is just a, such a nice way of life. And I could definitely see myself living in Amsterdam in the future. If that ever happens, I would love for it to happen. But yeah, Amsterdam, it's gorgeous. I mean, it doesn't really have as much going on city-wise as the likes of London or New York, but it's just such a relaxed city. I couldn't see myself there for like a long period of time, but definitely could do a year there. I think also following Holly Mercedes on Instagram kind of has a bit of a sway on that too. Like her life just looks amazing in Amsterdam with her little dog and her boyfriend. So... I think yeah that kind of persuades my decision but it is just such a nice city and I'll have all my recommendations up on Instagram I'll of course have a vlog up on YouTube at some point I'm still behind I just uploaded my Norway vlog finally and it was just actually so nice to sit back and watch like all the fjords footage and it is stunning and I, I miss it so much I would totally recommend going to Norway and seeing the fjords and going on a cruise it is the scenery is just insane it's epic but I have my Krakow vlog still to do and I have my Amsterdam vlog to do before we go away again at the end of this month. Well, it's June 30th. But before we go away at the end of July, we're going back to the US of A for the third time this year, which is mental. So we were there for New Year's Eve at the start of this year. And we were there for like the first week of January and then we were in Vegas in March and now we're going back to America again. We just love America. But yeah. That's the next trip. So we're in London for quite a little while. We've been in London for a few weeks, two weeks now, and we have another two, three weeks before we go on that holiday. So it's the longest time we've been in London for a little while. And it's actually quite nice to get back into routine, get back into like weekends in London, catching up on things, doing some admin, like putting books on eBay, sorting out my closet, putting clothes on Vinted, going to the post office, like just actually living in the flat and cooking home cooked meals for change. And also, which leads me on to my next point of topic, Love Island. I am obsessed. I watched the winter one and the winter one wasn't that good, but I still watched it. And then I kind of thought this season, like nobody's really talking about it. Nobody really knew when it was starting. There wasn't really that much hype around it. And I was like, this is going to be the last probably season because I think it is kind of dying away now. But oh my God, this season is giving everything the drama, bringing back Katie McDermott. Oh, when I tell you the drama is rife in this season and the producers aren't holding back either, which is the best thing. Like in the past few seasons, it's been a bit reserved and the producers won't do anything to trigger anybody or won't really create that much drama. And that's what the whole show was made from at the very, very start, like season two, we all know season two was the best season to ever happen to any of us. But this season, I don't know if they've changed the producers or what has happened. But oh my God, it is it is giving everything. And it is so good. If you're not watching it, you need to start watching it. Catch up because 
it's unreal it is the characters they've got this season i don't know where they pulled them from oh so good some of the stuff the producers are pulling as well it's pretty savage but makes for great tv like some of these episodes have been going down as the greatest episodes of love island history it is oh so good you need to watch it. if you're not watching love island this is your sign you need to go and watch love island and other than that life has been pretty boring pretty normal i've been going to work i've been working from home i just going about my life having some internal crises as usual, some melodrama in my head by what is the point of everything, what am I doing with my life, what am I doing on social media, obviously same old shit, but we're back on the podcast, I wanted to do two apps of this month, so I'm just jamming this one in before the end of the month, stick to my goal, and I want to get into proper routine after this for July, because we're into half two guys, half two of 2023, it has rolled around so quickly, far too quickly for my light game, but we're into the, the depths of summer, the depths of hell, because it is very hot in London at the minute, and it's probably only gonna get a lot hotter. So yeah, but let's start into this podcast. And the reason I'm recording, because I saw I saw a TikTok. I wanna say that I read a very well-educated article, but I saw a TikTok video, and it was basically what me and my boyfriend have had discussions on in the past and like he has very strong beliefs on this i have very strong opposing beliefs on this so to see this in a tiktok video i was like oh okay and he always says this like he will say these opinions to me and i won't agree with them and i'll have these really strong opinions on the other side and then i will see someone else say the same thing that he said and i'll kind of go oh well, maybe that's right or like maybe that is a valid opinion and he always says it takes someone else to say the same thing as him for me to actually consider it which is probably a really bad trait but it happened it happened again and it's all around dream jobs and whether dream jobs exist so my boyfriend works in finance and i served my time in finance a few years ago in new york city and that's where he started his career in finance as well and to him he really likes his team his job is not stressful it's a nine to five he doesn't have to work long hours unless he has calls with teams around the world or he has to get up early for singapore markets and things like that but overall he doesn't work in a really stressful environment or high pressure environment within finance it's not to do with numbers or anything either so all in all he enjoys his job but it's not his dream job and his view is your dream job doesn't exist. A job is a job, you make money from it, you pay your bills, you go on your holidays, as long as you have the freedom to take your annual leave, to go on your holidays, to earn enough money to have a nice life, what more could you ask for? Whereas in my opinion, I'm like, well, your dream job can exist because I love what I do and I came back to that job because I loved it so much and I had the best time, I had the best team, so to me, I'm in my dream job and it does exist. So what you're saying, like, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But considering that, I have always said I would love to work in the music industry. Like, that is always an itch that I still haven't scratched and I would love to. But I do love my job at the minute and I don't see myself going anywhere. But it is always in the back of my mind. I love live music. I love musicians and artists and songs and just everything to do with performing and music and I know that I could have a publicity role within a music industry within a music label that could take me to New York that could take me to Nashville and that you know to me would be a dream job I've never done it before so I could be totally wrong it could be so stressful it could be really really hard work 
and I could absolutely hate it. But in my mind, that to me is a dream job. But then there's also the part of me that wanted to be a magazine journalist. When I was a lot younger, I did a journalism GCSE, was going to go on to university and study journalism. But like I said, I think in a podcast before, two of my favorite magazines went under and it looked like the print industry business was collapsing in on itself basically. So it wasn't a secure route to go down and thus I ended up in public relations. But there is a part of me that still would love to be a writer and would love to be a journalist, whether it's in the travel industry, the beauty industry, the fashion industry. That is also an itch that I haven't scratched, although I do obviously have my blog that I still write on, but I'm not a published writer. And it still looks very glamorous to me, still is something that I would love to try out. And then there's the fashion industry. I love fashion, I love fashion magazines, so would I like to do PR in fashion and work for a fashion label? Like, imagine working for Gucci fashion rather than Gucci beauty. I don't know. So there are other jobs out there that could be a dream job potential for me. But I do love my job that I'm in now. It is a dream job to me. So why would I change? But then is what I do what I would class as a dream job? Like, what is a dream job? They say a dream job is a job that you don't feel like you go to work. Oh my God, I butchered that sentence. Um, How do we say it? Find something that you love and you'll never work a day in your life. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. And I guess that is true to some extent. Like, I love what I do. But at the same time, it does also feel like a job. Like, I go to the office. You know, there are some tough times where things are very stressful or deadlines and nine to five and you clock off at five o'clock and you come home and you kind of try and forget about work. But there are times where it is so nice and a nice environment and I love the brands that I work on and the results that come through and talking to influencers and stuff like I love that part of it but I suppose at the end of the day it's still a job I still get paid at the end of the month they could still throw me out of my ear if times get hard or I do something wrong like I am a number and I always always need to remember that that like literally at the end of the day I am a number to any corporate business like that is a global business if they gotta cut costs they gotta cut costs and it doesn't matter how long you've been at a company it doesn't matter the work that you do if you gotta go you gotta go and I've seen that happen in previous companies that I've been in where people have been laid off no matter how long they've been there how valued an employee they are it is all down to the bottom line so what if a dream job doesn't exist like what what are we all doing with our lives like basically this this is the question I kind of I have but another area of interest for me like a dream job would be a full-time content creator like making YouTubes for a living writing on my blog recording podcasts like putting out content on Instagram or TikTok like just having a full-time job that centers around creating content like writing editing making video content taking photographs like that would be insane that'd be so so nice and obviously a lot of people do do that But at the same time, you're still dealing with clients. If you have brand partnerships, you have deadlines, you have probably annoying people like me that chase and chase and chase content, chase contracts, chase everything. You have all that legal stuff that you probably have no idea about. You're probably chasing invoices all the time and not getting paid on time. Like it's a tough gig, like a really, really tough gig. And it takes a lot of time and a lot of concentration to make a lot of content and edit it and it's very it can be quite monotonous as well to sit and edit a very long vlog or edit a long podcast or to sit and think about what you're going to write on your blog 
Plus, there is always that fear of being cancelled at like any opportunity and saying the wrong thing, posting the wrong thing, like who knows? So while content creator does seem like a dream job and many young kids these days want to be an influencer when they grow up, like that is the number one job I think the kids want to be in this day and age. God, I sound like an old person, but that is the truth. And it seems very glamorous, I think, from the outside, but there is a lot of work involved and a lot of hard work that goes into it to be consistent and to show up every day on social media probably is a lot. Like, I I don't know if I could do it. I think it would kind of take a toll on your mental health and just having to be on all the time, and especially if you get to that level, say, like Emma Chamberlain or Olivia Neal, where you're, like, very recognised when you go out in the street. Like, you're almost a mini-celebrity, would you want that when you're going to your local Sainsbury's getting like a hangover sandwich in the morning? Probably not. Like, I don't know. Is that a dream job? I'm unsure. But then we need to look at basically what is a job? Like what is the reason for having a job? And it's basically when you strip all back, it is to pay your bills, to have a nice life, to have a roof over your head, to have food on the table and to keep your life sustainable. Like that is literally it. If you don't have a job, you're either going to go on benefits, you're going to go homeless, you're going to have nothing nice, you're back with your parents and then what is your purpose? Like a job does give you purpose because it is nine to five, Monday to Friday, it is 40 hours of your whole entire week. It gives you something to get up out of bed for, to work towards, to have something to focus your mind on, to meet people, to socialize. Like a job is basically just putting food on the table and that, like, that is when you strip back what a job is so in terms of career progression like there's a whole other subject do we do I want to like fight tooth and nail to be promoted every year every two years and to get to the top of the career ladder and be a CEO run all these businesses run all these teams like is that a career goal of mine probably not like I just kind of want to have a nice life and I think that is what it comes down to and I don't want work to take over my life and I think that's a very important thing that people take work very, very seriously and like do let work control their lives and especially their relationships, whether they have families. And it's it's at the end of the day, especially if it's not your business, then you're putting food on someone else's table. And I just think it's very, very important to have the balance of having a really, really good life while also having a sustainable career and having a job that you like, a job that you enjoy a team that you like, a culture that you like within the company, a company that supports you, that gives you good benefits, but that also lets you have a life on the outside. Like, I don't want a job that forces me to work from early hours in the morning to the late hours at night, and then I'm going to sleep and doing it all over again, or working on weekends and taking away from my time that I have in the evenings to just chill out and have my own life because work should not dominate everything. And like, that is such an important thing. And you should take your annual leave, take your holidays and not be worried about work while you're on your holidays as well. Like take the time to switch off and relax and not even think about work. That is so, so important. So when it comes to a job, then like what, what should we look for? Like if it's not going to be a dream job, if I'm saying a dream job doesn't exist, then what, what should I look for when I look for a job? And I think a lot of the things include the team because especially these are the people that you're going to be working with like day in and day out are they nice people are they supportive is the culture nice of the company is it positive 
like you don't want to go into somewhere that just is so negative all the time people bitching behind people's backs or like it's bossy or it's just a negative environment because that's just going to make you a negative person and the energy around you is going to be so negative all the time and that's just not good for anybody plus you want to have a job that you're good at and you know that you can do successfully because that makes you feel good about yourself and makes others feel good about you that you can do the job you're you know reliable and you can come every day and know what you're doing but then you should also do something that you like to do like I love what I do with public relations talking to journalists getting coverage in magazines and online working with influencers creating pet content on social media sending out mailers to influencers seeing that coverage come through online just seeing people talk about the brand seeing it in store like I just love I do love everything about what I do there are bad days hard days like don't get me wrong we work with really tough fashion houses and with guidelines and things but overall I do really love what I do and I think that is so so important but more so than that aside from loving what I do the team that I have is still the same team that I had back when I was an intern like 2017 and that team hasn't changed because the company is so supportive the company is so good to work for and the team culture is just amazing and like nobody wants to leave that because it's so so good and I think once you find those things that makes it a dream job because what more would you want for like I'm paid well for the work that I do I have my holidays I can take time off as you all know I go on all my holidays but I'm not taking my work with me when I go away I'm not dreading going into work I'm not thinking about oh like what's happening whenever I'm away like I'm able to take the time off and relax enjoy myself and come back to work and still enjoy myself and everything goes on as normal so does a dream job exist yes and no I think when when you strip back a job a job is basically there to pay you money to put a roof over your head put food on the table and to enable you to have a nice life but you can also have a job that you enjoy it will be out there just find what you like find your interests find your hobbies and think of what you could do with the things that you like that could be paid for and there are so many people out there that work for themselves and absolutely love what they do like that is probably their dream job but I'm sure there are times that come with that that they're not getting paid on time or people are chasing them or they're having to chase clients and invoices and they have deadlines and they you know have days where they feel so uninspired or they feel really tired and don't want to do anything like there will be those days and especially if you work for yourself and you don't work with the team it can be quite lonely like it's probably inevitable as well so there are I would say positives and negatives to every single job out there it is up to you to find one that you like whether you value the team that you work with whether you value the actual work that you do whether you value the income that you are on whether you value the title of your job role and promotion and the rates of promotion things like that it really is a personal preference of what you see a dream job as being I still do think a dream job exists because I love my job and it allows me to have the outside world that I want and the life outside that I want but it will always come with its bad times and its pressure points like any job will do but I think you can have a good job maybe not a dream job but you can still have a nice job that you enjoy and get paid well for and have a nice life on the outside which is all we can ask for and I think that is possible so let me know what you think about the dream job scenario and whether you think a dream job exists whether it can exist what your dream job is and if you are doing it as always you can catch me over on instagram at orla claire where you can slide into my dms and let me know what you think and you can catch me obviously on youtube i'll be uploading my crack off and amsterdam vlogs very very soon 
but I will be back with another episode very very shortly I'll get back into the swing of uploading every two weeks again I promise so thank you so much for listening if you got to the end of this I love you so much and I will see you next time bye (music)